Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the Mads World Catfishing Special. If you aren't 100% sure what catfishing is, the term refers to a person who is intentionally deceptive when creating a social media profile, often with the goal of making a romantic connection. This trickery can be elaborate and may involve the use of fake or stolen photos, fake stories about their life, and sometimes made up supporting networks as well. So what started this whole podcast adventure was an incident that blew up on Instagram where I was catfished by Tom, a mysterious stranger posing as a Premier League footballer in the UK who'd recently been signed by a London team. And the time has finally come to talk about my experience alongside a really interesting story from my good friend Nat who is living in Australia. I also recently spoke with MTV's Catfish UK who are currently on the lookout for people who are potential victims of catfishing. So if you think this could be you, let me know and I'll put you in touch. Before we jump into my interview, I want to flag that we discuss mental health issues and there is mention of suicide in our conversation. If you or someone you know are struggling with mental health issues or thoughts of suicide, please reach out to someone for help. I've included a link to the NHS recommendations for help with suicidal thoughts in the UK as well as Lifeline in Australia. Joining me up next is my good friend from Australia, Natalie, who has a catfishing story of her own. Hello, Nat. Hello, Mads. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really, really good. It's so nice to talk to you. It's currently 10.47 in the UK at night. What time is it where you are? It's 9.47am on Sunday. Absolutely love that for you. And we're in lockdown, so I'm obviously just at home doing fuck all. So that's stunning. (laughs) Um, So let's kick off for the speed date round, just for everyone playing at home so you can get to know Nat a little bit better. So how did we first meet? I don't remember the first time, but my first memory of you, I think we were about 10 years old. So when we were really young yeah we've been we've been friends ever since really I think we've had we had a few primary school experiences and then we spent a lot of time together in high school didn't we and most of our lady years in high school so all of our first little romantic experiences with the boys in school and that kind of thing and chasing after boys at parties oh for sure yeah definitely high school was when I think we got the closest and had the most um funny experiences together the most mems and yeah so I know that we've spoken recently but how long have you been single so about two years off and on okay and how many relationships would you say you've had I'd say two serious relationships which were both about four years each nice and how often would you say that you go on dates I'm a serial non-dater so 
A serial oh. non-dater on the dating <laughs> podcast. Yeah, so I hate going on dates. I'll like do anything to get out of it. But I'd say that I've only been on my, in my whole like Tinder career. I think I've only been on like four dates. So how do you meet blokes that? Um, it's a good question, Maddie. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Where do they come from? <laughs> they just kind of like pop into the air. No, I'd say um, I have met someone recently online Mm. and I, you know, I kind of, he asked to meet up and I was like, okay, but it's very rare that it actually happens. Wow. So you're more of a talking online for years kind of gal. Yeah, that's me. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Not actually going through with it. And in saying that, what's your usual type of guy then? Um, I'd say like your typical, like some tattoos, kind of dark hair, bit of a tan. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Anything in between? Beautiful. All right. Well, I hope that's helped everyone get a good little scope on who Nat is. And this is our catfishing special episode, which I think everyone has been looking forward to for a long time and been begging me to do because this is what started the whole podcast um, initially was a catfishing story of my own. But I wanted to hear your catfishing story that you've you've put together for us um, to tell everyone and then I'll get into the the nitty-gritty of mine and we can do a little bit of question time as well. Yeah, great. So I just had, you know, your normal Tinder Tinder experience, match with this guy, his name was Rowan. Um, There's no chance that Rowan will be listening, so it's okay if I say his name. But um, (laughs) so I I matched with Rowan and, you know, he looked cute. He had some nice pictures. He didn't have much of a bio, but we got talking and um, after maybe two days, we exchanged Snapchats, which doesn't always, um, you know, go down the right path. But he was fine. We continued no. our <laughs> we continued our chat on there, and then eventually he sent me a photo of the side of his face. And at first, I was like, okay, he looks different, <laughs> but I didn't say anything. We just still kept chatting. And then he sent me another photo. It was his like the you know his whole face, and he looked completely different. Like straight away, I knew that he'd been using fake photos, and he looked no- nothing like completely them. different. How was it? Was it a weight thing? Was it a height thing? A hair color thing? Or was it just a totally different guy? Oh, totally different. I mean, the guy in the picture had brown hair. Um, Rowan kind of had red hair. Um, okay, just everything. Everything was very different. And so I called him out on it and I was like, you look different to your pictures. And then (laughs) he fully admitted to it. He was like, yeah, I used fake pictures. No one likes me the way that I am. Um, It's the only way that I can talk to girls. And I was like, okay, like it was a bit weird. Yeah, and at this point you must be feeling pretty used as well because he's just totally tricked you. Yeah, but it was such a weird feeling because he then kind of made me feel bad because he was like, you know, it's the only way girls will talk to me. I'm so ugly. No one will talk to me the way that I am. And so he actually, he made me feel quite guilty. And then that kind of trapped me I guess because then I felt like I had to keep talking to him because I felt bad for him yeah and that's quite manipulative of him as well to sort of rope you in in that way and make you feel somewhat responsible for his well-being or his mental health or something oh for sure and it kind of continued on like it didn't end straight away he'd kind of keep messaging me and I was like "Mm, okay like I'll reply but only because I felt bad for him um, and it got to the point where he'd asked me to meet up. He was like, you're so beautiful. I want to meet up with you. Will you please have a drink with me? And I was like, oh, you know, like you used fake photos. I don't really want to. And he like, he it just, the guilt kept going. He was like, no one wants to have a drink with me. And he'd send me a Snapchat 
and it was, you know, just him sitting in a bar having a drink and he was like, can you please come meet me? And I was like, mm, like it was just red flag after red flag. But, um, yeah, the whole time it was just him guilting me into talking to him pretty much. That's insane. And um, this was one of the questions we, we had um, from listeners. But why do you think your catfish did what he did and, and why do you think people would want to trick people into thinking they're, some, they're somebody else? Honestly, he was just lonely. Like I felt so bad for him. Um, mm. and I ended up cutting him off in the end cause it just got a bit too much. But even then I felt a bit bad because he's just a lonely person and he just wants someone to hang out with. Yeah. And, um, so I, that was my next question. How did it end? You just ended up cutting it off with him. How long did this go on? So it probably went on for, I'd say like two months or so, but it got to the point where, um, yeah. his mental health was obviously very bad. And he actually talked to me a few times about ending his own life and, mm that's when it it just it made me feel yeah I guess it's it's not a nice thing to hear about but coming from someone that you don't know as well you feel really pressured to help them but yeah you feel pressured to help them and and I guess obviously you're not responsible for his um, actions or anything but you would feel a sense of responsibility if anyone told you that whether it was a friend or a colleague or even someone you don't know I guess it's just the humanitarian in all of us that would want to reach out to someone who's in need of in need of help mentally yeah so that's why I mean I, can, I kind of kept it going kind of helping him but then it got to the point where I was like this is a bit much for me you know I I don't know him I can't can't support him the way that he wants support mm-hmm. um yeah and I just had to cut it off and at the end of the day, if it's detrimental to your own mental health and if it's someone you don't know, I mean, you don't know his ulterior motives, he could have been making it all up. It could have been putting you in a potentially dangerous situation as well. So I think you definitely did the right thing there. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Um, and in doing some research, so this kind of goes back to why people do catfish other people 
in doing some research about catfishing and the psychology behind it for the podcast, I read some really great articles that suggested loneliness, as you said, struggles with social connection and dissatisfaction with physical appearance were some of the main reasons that led people to catfish. So I think that definitely aligns with everything you've said. And um, something else I found really interesting as well in reading all these articles was that it's it's quite common for some queer individuals to be known to catfish as it gives them a sort of safe opportunity to explore their sexuality, which I think was really interesting. And if you aren't accepted in real life, perhaps people are sort of driven online to to build those connections with others. Yeah, for sure. Others might use catfishing for revenge or as vigilantes. So there's people out there who consider themselves pedophile hunters and like pretending to be young kids and that sort of thing who lure in pedophiles. And I guess another huge thing to mention is that catfishing, it can be purely um, an attempt to get money. So as we know from like the TV show, there could be one guy out there just like your guy who's doing this to 20 different girls and then asking them to send him financial support or whatever. So other than that, I guess just boredom is a motivator for catfishing, which I'm I'm assuming has happened to a few people during lockdown. And um, yeah, it can lead to like a slow spiraling addiction to it as well if it's sort of something that's you know, um, rewarding for them or whatever they're hoping to get out of it. Yeah, like I, I doubt that I was the only person that Rowan <clears throat> had done this to. I, I'm sure there was other, lots of other girls. Yeah, and that's really interesting that you say that as well and can realise that because I guess it's not something that you would have probably thought about when it was happening to you, but it's easy to look back on and, um, yeah, think about all the reasons why he may have done what he did. Yep, uh, yep, for sure. Well, this brings us to my little catfishing experience, which I'm sure everyone is very excited for me to recap. And um, I don't know if you were following along with the the footballer Tom story at the time, Nat, but um, basically- I definitely did. <laughs> okay, good. So you'll you'll be there to fill in any of the gaps. But um, I'll just I'll just start from the very start because if you if you didn't follow me on Instagram at the time and you weren't part of everything that um, launched this podcast and the excitement of it all, hopefully I can give you a nice little story now. So the story begins when I see a guy called Tom on Tinder. He's an athlete at the Premier League, or so his job says- He's age 29 and his bio is, first of all, my apologies for not having a photo. I'm not hiding anything bad at least, kind of famous and I would appreciate if we meet not to leak anything. And at this point, I just posted on Instagram and said, seems legit, ha ha. And people start rolling in, talk to him, get him going. And I say, evening Tom, he says, hey, how's it going? I said, pretty good, have had a nice day yourself, why no photos? He says, what did you do? And... I'm not allowed to post any photos up until next week. I just came to London, signed my contract, and I'm not allowed to use any social media up until Friday. I said, oh, I see. What team will you play for? And Tom says, a big one with an angel emoji. I said, that's exciting. You can't say which team. He says, unfortunately, I can't. All the paperwork has to finish first. And I said, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, what's your Instagram? And he says, oh, you'll have to be patient up until Friday. And I'm from Europe. Hope that's enough to keep you going. And at this point, I'm putting all this on Instagram. Everyone is just loving it. This guy is clearly taking the piss. I mean, I don't even know who he thinks he's fooling. He sounded pretty legit, though. It does get more and more legit. And that's the intrigue in this story. Because as it goes on, people started saying to me, Mads, what if he's real? Yeah. And like sending me footballer profiles, they're on like the the football transfer network or whatever it is and yeah people are coming to me and saying what if it's real and I said how long have you been a footballer he says for as long as I can remember and I said oh that's quite a long time (laughs) he goes around 10 years as a professional player and I said so if you've just been signed what are you famous for 
He says, I've played in other big leagues as well as in the Champions League. And I said, oh, that's quite a big league. He says, but I'm not as famous or talented as Ronaldo. And I said, who's Ronaldo? Oh, my God, Maddie. <laughs> Yanking his chain. I said, can you send me one photo? I won't leak it. And everyone's going, get a photo of this guy. We need to know who it is. He goes, I'm afraid I cannot. It's on the contract. The fine is quite big. But don't worry. I can say that I'm well looking. So at this point, I'm thinking, okay, get to Friday. This guy's going to show me that it's a famous footballer and I'm going to become a rich wag. I'm going to live the life of my dreams with Tom, this stunning footballer who just happens to fancy me. So at this point, we've got a, a few thousand people on Instagram. They're all very invested in the story. I'm getting messages every day going, have you heard from Tom? Where's Tom? What's going on? So I, I follow up with him. And he says, ever been in Annabelle's, which for those playing at home in Australia, Annabelle's is one of the most like bougie clubs in London. It's where your David Beckhams go. People like him would even get knocked back. Like it's super exclusive. I said, no, never been in London. He says, yeah. He says, yeah. And I said, is it good? He goes, my manager says so, but I've never been. I'll make a party on Sunday. And he says, you were invited. And everyone's freaking out at this point because I've been invited to Annabelle's. A lot of people would kill to go there. Everyone at work's going, you have to go. Like, I've never even been, blah, blah, blah. And then everyone's saying, I know it's fake, but I just want it to be real so bad. I'm getting messages saying, why the fuck am I so invested in a potential catfish footballer in another country? (laughs) And then I said, is your name really Tom? I forgot to ask. He says, no, it's not. And everyone across the internet starts losing their shit they're like what is real anymore is tom his real name is he really a footballer then he follows up and he says the party is now on saturday same place we speak tomorrow for details good night i said to him what are the details for saturday how will i find you to know what you look like and at this point everyone's saying footy finals are on and i'm more invested in this what are you gonna do i've got my little dress sorted i'm ready to go to annabelle's and then tom doesn't reply And I'm sitting here thinking, what am I going to do if this guy doesn't reply? I've got thousands of people. People have put bets on. People are waiting to hear what happened to Tom. And he ghosts me, Nat. He secretly broke your heart, didn't he, Maddie? He broke my heart. I thought he was going to be the footballer of my dreams. I was going to live my best wag life. I was going to be rich and I was going to have lots of wag friends. But then he went AWOL. And my heart was broken now. You were almost the next Victoria Beckham. Almost. I know. I was almost the next Victoria Beckham. And what was his end game? What was his end game now? That's what I don't understand. Was he trying to get nudes? Was he trying to get money? We've just talked about all of the different things that people do and the reasons that they catfish others. And I just don't know what he wanted from me. Yeah, it's like he seemed invested like into like he either was tricking me really good or he actually did want to meet you. Yeah, and I don't understand why he asked me to come to Annabelle's and made up that whole lie and then like maybe he just had a better offer, maybe COVID hit and the party was cancelled, I guess we'll never know. And no. then in the end, my friend Nikki ended up paying £3 for Tinder Premium to see if he'd read the message and he left me on red now. <laughs> oh, no, Maddie. I can't even deal. <laughs> I know, but at least the podcast was born out of the experience, and I think it's all on my um, all on my Instagram highlights on my main account. If anyone wants to go and relive the story, but I guess um, the end of my catfishing story sort of brings us to our left on red segment, which is aptly named because it. It makes everyone sort of question their surroundings and question their universe when you get left on red. And um, our first question that we've received 
from listeners is how did it make you feel to get catfished some, by someone? And so I guess yours was more of a serious story, Nat. So I'll throw this one to you first of all. How did it make you feel to get catfished by Rowan? Yeah, so I mean at the beginning I wasn't I wasn't that invested in him. So I really I, I, I didn't really take it to heart. I didn't care. But once it kind of spiraled into the whole mental health thing, it it kind of got to me and then it made me feel quite down I guess yeah and I guess um definitely speaking to someone and someone that you don't know but feel quite responsible for can have detrimental effects to your own mental health can't it oh yep 100% sure after like chatting about everything and all the reasons that people do catfish others do you think you can sympathize with him at all I can I think what we were talking about before his loneliness I quite I felt quite bad for him he just wanted a friend he wanted someone to hang out with so I can definitely understand why he did it yeah and it is it is quite sad really and I guess all the reasons apart from fishing for money they they kind of just yeah make you make you really realize all the the different things that people are going going through and the different things people are driven to when they're experiencing these kind of mental health issues yeah the extent that they will go to to get you know just a friend or to find a partner yeah and even if it's not looking for a friend it's just looking for attention like he could have ended up arguing with you or you could have had a really negative response and he probably just would have been happy to speak to somebody yeah just someone to talk to yeah exactly um so our next question is have you heard about any catfishing trends so i've done a little bit on online research and reached out to everybody and I, some of the trends I've heard of are hat fishing or fat fishing. I can say I've never heard of either of those. <laughs> so this one person who I put a Facebook post in in one of the many groups that I'm in on Facebook for the podcast to do some some research, some social listening, and someone said that she was hatfished by a guy who would wear a hat because he had a hairline like a Nintendo 64 controller. <laughs> Great. I was like, that is so savage. So many people came out the woodworks and said, yep, I've been hat fished by a guy who was just wearing hats in his profile and um, <laughs> ended up being bald. But I mean, that's day one stuff. If a guy's wearing a hat in all of his pictures, you can safely assume that he's got no hair or a receding hairline, which isn't a bad thing. And it's, it's not necessarily my thing, but I mean, you can safely assume that you're just being stupid if you've been hat fished. You know what? I think I've been hat fished when I think about it. I did meet up with a guy and really? ev- every time I saw him, he was wearing a hat. I'm not kidding. Like <laughs> in every situation, he would have a hat on. <laughs> Oh, my God. And then fat fishing is obviously someone who has used older photos of them and then uh, or used older photos or um, used different photos where maybe they look skinnier or whatever. And, and yeah, they, they're actually quite overweight, which I, I think kind of goes back to that dissatisfaction with physical appearance reasons for becoming a catfish. That also happened to me. I can completely <laughs> say I was fatfished. <laughs> what happened? So he he was young in his photos. He looked quite cute, you know, slim, bit muscly. <laughs> I met up with him and he was, I mean, nothing against, you know, people that do this, but he was quite overweight. But it, it took me by surprise because I was going off his photos, yeah. which were obviously a couple of years old. And then I've gone to meet up with him and I was like, Oh, like he's the same person, but he looks completely different. Nat, honestly, I can see why you don't like dating. This is not going well for you. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I mean, this is these two dates, the hat fishing and the cat fi- No, so the hat fishing and the fat fishing are two of the dates. I've only been on like four. <laughs> so that's like a 50%. That's 50%. <laughs> I don't have a good record. Well, I was. My next question is: Someone said to us, "How common would you say catfishing is in Australia versus the UK?" And I can see from your experience, it's really <laughs> common in Australia. 
<laughs> yep. Well, I think in England it's more common than people think because I see a lot of people on social media complaining that their images have been used on fake Instagram profiles and like asking people to report them and that kind of thing because, um, yeah, like I don't know what these people are hoping to do with these profiles, but it's probably just, yeah, people using more attractive people's photos to sort of um, engage with other people. But um, once someone actually used my photo as their profile photo on Instagram and I had to message them and be like, bro, that's me, can you delete that? And then they just blocked me. I was like, sweet. <laughs> like I don't know what I'm supposed to do about this. But um Another guy who is an Aussie guy living in London who was quite handsome got in touch with me to tell me that his photos and his name were being used by someone else on a grinder profile. So this meant that um, because his name was being used, he received all these like thirsty Instagram and Facebook messages from really thirsty gays that were kind of looking for a quick shag. <laughs> he oh was like, God. what are you talking about? I'm not even on Grindr. I'm not even gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so strange. But, um, yeah, so our last question is um, what are some red flags people can watch out if they think they are being catfished? So what would you say you've learned from the experience and what, what help can you offer to other people? I feel like I've definitely got like like a good catfish like vibe now like if I'm scrolling through tinder or something I can just look at someone and be like you're not real you, you can just I don't know you just after time you just pick up like a bit of a radar yeah if they don't have like a bio or like they only have one or two photos I'd be like not nah, like there's something yeah. going on there but if they have like a long bio they have you know five photos it kind of makes you feel like they're more likely a real person, I guess. For sure. And I think um, just some of the obvious red flags people can watch out for. So if they refuse to video chat with you and like I think FaceTime now is so normal from COVID. Everyone's FaceTime and like we FaceTimed right before the, this call. Um, it's so normal to ask someone to have a quick FaceTime and if they're reluctant to do that, you can you can get a little bit suspicious. And um like equally if they never send you a selfie in the moment or if they do it's not of their face so if it's of like their feet or just something they're doing like if it's never actually of them I think another red flag that you can definitely watch out for is if the people in your life that you trust seem suspicious of that person or if they let you know they're not sure about them so I think sometimes it's hard to know what your gut is telling you when you're in the midst of a situation and the people around you might have a better objective view from their position so yeah, I guess if the people the people in your life are sort of telling you that that person's giving off bad vibes, maybe it's like a good idea to just listen to what they're saying and and think about it yourself. Um, and yeah, I think the final three the final three red flags I'd say is um, they're ridiculously good looking. So <laughs> traditionally, that is a red flag. It's a red flag because I think typically really attractive people that like model like level celebrity level hot people don't need to be on dating apps because they're probably getting enough attention elsewhere (laughs) I literally always think that if they're really good looking I'm like why are you here you're surely not real (laughs) yeah exactly but yeah another another idea you can do as well is trying a reverse google image search so I can put a link in the bio on how to do this but basically if you save one of their pictures and then put it into google it will show you all of the places where that picture is on the internet so potentially if they're using like a model's photo or or whatever it will come up and and you can find out that way I think all of the FBI girls out there listening to this have definitely tried a reverse google image search I know I've done it in the past but um yeah the obvious final red flag as well is if they ask you for money so I think that's that's kind of like at the very end stages of being catfished and you can't be like okay I know what's going on here (laughs) thank you so much for joining the podcast Nat and this has been an awesome chat and it's been super fun to catch up with you and hear all about your catfishing story um was there a a note you wanted to leave it on oh look I'd just say 
you know, try and grow your catfish radar, what we were talking about, you know, you can kind of, you can kind of pick them from afar once you've had a bit of experience. So, mm-hmm. you know, just work on that radar. And so, um, <laughs> you know, find, find the real ones, not the catfish, the fat fish or the hat fish. Love that. And um, yeah, build up your catfishing radar muscles, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Work it out like a gym. Like a gym. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll yep. chat to you soon, Nat. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Mads. Bye. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Nat. Please let me know on my Instagram. It's at madsworld.mp3 if you have any stories or thoughts of your own to share. And once again, if you are struggling with mental health issues, please reach out to one of the services I've linked in the episode description. Love and elbow taps. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.